Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about one of the greatest sequels ever made and one of my favorite 80s films, and that is Aliens. So this movie takes place 57 years after the events of the first film, and it sees Ripley being thrust back into the conflict with a xenomorph, except this time, there isn't just one, there are many, and there's an even new bigger, badder alien queen. She's got to fight them with all the Marines. This movie is awesome, and I love it. Uh, this was one where it was very hard for me to find a nice two-sentence uh, synopsis like I normally try to. I don't understand what it is about certain movies where they just they just want to throw like nonsense at you, and it's like, well, that's not what this movie is about. It's like um, the one on IMDb, it says, like, 57 years after surviving an apocalyptic attack aboard her space vessel by merciless space cle- by, by merciless space creatures. That's not even accurate. Officer Ripley awakens from hypersleep and tries to warn anyone who will listen about the Predators. That is not how I would describe this movie at all. Like, what a lame-ass description. Um, but I digress. This movie is amazing. This is one of the um, most just patently badass just awesome movies and it's type of 80s action movie that i love to watch and it's the type that james cameron is great at making uh i mean this and terminator 2 would make for a great double feature this guy is just fantastic at expanding a story expanding a universe um creating a really awesome like driving central action uh thriller you know he's really great at just like escalating stakes and tension and shooting things in a really exciting way. And he's great at pushing the boundaries of technology to just give you like, like things you never thought you could see on a screen, especially at the time, you know, now we can obviously do much more back then. A lot of this stuff was revolutionary and it still looks amazing, but yeah, this is just such an awesome movie. I think it is a really great idea to take, the horror and um, like the the more thriller sensibilities of the first movie and sort of just turn it into an all out action movie. I kind of don't even feel like this deserves to be um, in the kind of uh, the horror movies that I've been reviewing. It doesn't, you know, it's not really like a scary film. It has horror elements, but it's mostly an action movie. But, you know, you can't have one without the other. And the first Alien is definitely a straight up horror movie. So I figured, you know, I'll kind of um, I'll kind of just let it slide. But I think that's my favorite part about this movie is how just damn exciting it is. This movie is so watchable from like the very beginning. It's intriguing. It's got great characters. Um, Ripley is obviously the best of any of them. And her emotional journey is just um, fantastic to watch. And Sigourney Weaver does such a good job of viewing this character with um, an emotional center, but also a really awesome badass exterior. She's great with Newt. Her interaction with all the Marines is fantastic. She's just an all-around really talented actress, and I think that she does an amazing job at playing this character. But beyond that, once you actually kind of get into some of the supporting characters in this, I mean, the Marines are just endlessly entertaining. They're dynamic with each other, um, the way that they interact with Ripley, the way that they go about killing the aliens and everything. There are a really, really interesting bunch. Like they just, 
um, they really are captivating whenever they're on screen. They are a really, really great screen presence, and I love every single one of them. They are just like really, really fun to watch and to quote, and they have so many great moments throughout the movie. <clears throat> I also love how this movie is starts out as sort of a space war movie, and it shifts gears once they really start to realize how deep a shit they're in, and the aliens start attacking. I like that you get like the you know you're meeting all these characters you're getting introduced to the to the team they're laying out the parameters of the mission and everything seems to be going according to plan you're getting a lot of music cues that you would associate with uh traditional war movies and you're uh you know you're you're seeing all their tech and all their badass weaponry and the awesome like tank car thing that they drive around and their badass spaceships and everything and then it just it the, that twist hits so hard and it's actually something that i think that it sim it works similarly um well to the way that the first predator movie works where you've spent like so much time establishing these guys as super badass and macho and um and they seem almost invulnerable and larger than life and then when you strip all that away and when you put them up against a threat that they can't possibly match it really makes you feel for them and it really shows how desperate of a situation they're in and it also really emphasizes just how deadly the creature that they're facing is because if even these guys don't stand a chance well then this thing must be pretty bad and I mentioned before in the intro about the introduction of the alien queen, but if you want to talk about pretty bad, holy shit, that thing is freaky as hell. That is one of the best designs I think I've ever seen in a film. I'm a, I am a huge proponent of the original alien design. I think it's perfect. I think it's one of the best horror character designs ever. I might like the alien queen even better. And I think that a big part of it is that there's not just the whole idea that, you know, it's a freaky ass alien monster. It's that you took what was great about the, um, the original xenomorph design and you expand it on it. You give it more spikes and you give it more layers and the head gets even bigger and thicker and you lose even more of anything that would identify you that would like allow you to identify with this creature on any level you know you just it's it's just man it's amazing it looks so damn cool and creepy and i love the fact that it's almost like um a battle of mothers by the end ripley feels so protective over what's sort of a surrogate child and newt and the alien queen feels very protective over the fact that Ripley is trying to destroy her eggs and kill her children. And just like that disgusting like egg sack thing that like rips off once the alien queen re leaps into action and all that stuff. Like all the production design around there, all those effects. It's so gross and it's so well done. What a truly like amazing aspect of both of these first two films. I mean, the practical effects in this are second to none. All of this looks real. You never once think like, eh, well, I mean, you can, I mean, that looks cool, but you can tell that that's like paper mache or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? It, it all just looks real. It immerses you so fully in this world and these creatures. And it's just, it's really one of the best parts of the movies. I mean, overall, this is just such an awesome, awesome film. I love it. Um, 
I love the effects. I love the performances. Everyone is really entertaining this, and they do a great job of capturing the essence of their characters. I love seeing them play off of each other in interesting ways. I like that the certain things that it keeps in the first movie and the certain things that it sort of twists. For instance, I'm a huge fan of the fact that in this movie, the android ends up being the hero and one of the people that's integral to saving the day, and Ripley has to kind of do a, a 180 on her feelings towards androids. I think that's a really strong choice um i love that this movie has so many badass moments and quotable lines i love the the whole fight at the end with the big loading robot thing and um the alien queen going toe-to-toe with it it's just a really awesome movie and i have a lot of fun watching it every time i do i love that there's two really great versions of this premise i love that you can get the really lean mean haunted house type of um, horror thriller with the first alien and i like that you can get more of the action film uh sort of terminator 2 um esque uh, version of this this story i think that's really awesome and i like that they both exist and they both are phenomenal so yeah these are a pair of really great movies i really truly love them maybe one day i'll circle around a circle around and review um, more of the series I have started a David Fincher series that I'm going to start doing after the Halloween stuff wraps up. I'm going to dig into uh, Fincher for a while. I'm going to watch like all of his films. And um, I kind of thought like, well, if we're thinking all of his films, I guess that means I have to watch Alien 3. But to be honest with you, I kind of have this weird thing where because there's such a strong reputation for so many films in these bigger franchises where they have so many entries, I kind of like just watching the ones that I know are good and the ones that I know I love and just kind of sticking with that. I don't really see any value in going into movies where I feel like I kind of know how I'm going to feel about them before I even see them. Alien Resurrection is not going to be good no matter what way you slice it. And I'm only going to be telling you how bad I think it is. And so it's kind of like, well, what's the point of even really reviewing it? But so there's a possibility I might come back around to uh, some of the rest of the movies in the series, particularly Alien 3. Um, but I don't know. For right now, I would say I like leaving it here. I'm a huge fan of these movies, and I think I did uh, as best I can to kind of convey all that and and talk about it. I think these are these were pretty good reviews. So I'm happy with the way they turned out. Sometimes it can be intimidating to review movies that have such a important place in pop culture and movies that I love so much, but I think these did a good job of capturing it. All right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for um, just uh, the ability to have a lot of freedom in my schedule. Uh, I've just been thinking about that lately and certain things have arisen recently that have, have made that a little bit more difficult, but still I have a vast um, level of, of freedom to kind of move things around. There's a lot of flexibility in my life and not all people, especially my age are uh, able to do that are, you know, so like lucky to, to have that ability. And I just, I like that I am in a place where that freedom gives me the opportunity to do a lot of things that I wouldn't otherwise and i think that's that's really cool so yeah that's my grateful as as kind of 
kind of out there as it might sound. I, I think that's something that's that's really important to my life right now, and I am I am very happy to have it. All right, you know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Five stars, super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and tell a friend about the show if you think they would enjoy it. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the word about the podcast. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And yeah, until next time, did IQs just drop sharply while I was away? Peace.